We all know baseball is a long season. I'm Brett Boone from the Brett Boone Podcast. This summer, take a trip down memory lane with me and hear from the legends of the game. So far this year, I've had conversations with Randy Johnson, Pete Rose, Deion Sanders. Plus, every week we look at the state of Major League Baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone Podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. I am, you know, as a Gen Xer who's been sitting in my same house for 15 plus years, I'm fascinated at sort of the way our housing market has ended up in this kind of holding pattern as young people are figuring out, do I want to move out of the city? Do I want to move to the suburbs? Can I find a house that I can afford? And there are a lot of us who are just sitting on homes with our nice low mortgage interest rates. And so people have to make choices. Star Tribune had a story over the weekend about townhomes, that single-family homes have been slumping. But townhome sales have been doing well, and townhome prices have been doing even better. Thought is pretty interesting, so I wanted to bring my friend Chris Lindahl on the show to talk a little bit more about what we're seeing in the townhome market. Because, Chris... I. I don't know about you, but when I think of Minnesota, you definitely think of people enjoying having a little bit of space. So the idea of being in an attached townhome with maybe a a tiny yard or no yard, it's a little surprising to me to see the success we've seen with with townhomes. Yeah, no, I I appreciate having me on. I I think it, it, it is. I think when you think about it in the context that you just shared there, but it isn't when you look at it from a price point. And so many in forever, I mean, from, from day one, you know, people, when they purchase real estate, they buy on payment, right? Mm. How much can I afford right. on payment? It's less about the value of the home and what current mortgage rates are. It's what is it going to cost them, right? And so, and so when rates increased, I think what really, you know, when I read that story, what really wasn't told to the level that maybe it should have been, is that so many of the, the townhomes are in a price point that is attractive in a higher rate environment. A median cost of a townhome in October in the metro area was $305,000, which is nearly $100,000 less than a typical single-family home. So you think about that in the perspective of what you're talking about. You're looking at, I mean, frankly, people are, are with the interest rates where they are, uh, maybe you used to be able to afford a four hundred thousand dollar home, but a similar payment might have you closer to three hundred, right? It it does, it does, and I think that's the the big thing. And I, you know, I remember when I first started in real estate. I mean, you could find homes in the hundred to one hundred fifty, one hundred seventy five thousand range, I and mean, that almost doesn't exist now, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, and if it does, it's a major renovation, or I mean, it needs it needs a lot of work and a lot of cash. And I think also. That, you know, when you look through the you look at the past several years of the way that, you know, consumers in general think about convenience and what things we want to do and don't want to do. You're finding more people going into townhomes because they want a convenience based way of living, too. Oh, interesting. Right. Talk, uh, do you find that when you're talking with potential buyers like they are interested, like maybe, maybe they don't care as much as our generation did about like having a lawn to take care of and, you know, being able to tinker in the big garage or whatever the case may be. That's changing. That is definitely changing. And even when, even when we work with the, with 
you know, families that decide that they want to have like more of the, the land and, and, you know, taking care of their lawn and maybe taking care of things in the garage. We're also seeing a lot more people hire, you know, services to take care of some of those things. Hmm. So the days of saying like, Hey, it's, you know, I love mowing my lawn. It's so, you know, it's so enjoyable and it's stress reliever. Now you're seeing, I don't have the time to do my lawn. I'm going to hire a service to do that. And so it's, it's happening, you know, indirectly in homes aside from townhomes. But I think when you add in the element of like, this is how much, you know, when, when things get tight, right. When money gets tight, because you know, the, the, the mortgage rates have changed. Right. Well, now all of a sudden you're, you're not paying for the lawn care. You are, I mean, through your association fee, of course, but you, this is your, your all in number. And now you don't have to worry about the other things. Chris Lindahl is our guest. Chris Lindahl, real estate. You know that like, obviously at the entry level and I feel bad. I, I really do. I feel for, especially the younger millennials who are at the age where maybe you're, you're at that time where you, you want to start a family or want to move out from an apartment and get that kind of what at least for a long time was sold as the American dream. The reality is, I mean, the price point, they're just, uh, when you look at kind of a $300,000 price point, I mean, are there many Metro area homes that are around that number? There, there are some, I, I think you're right. It is very challenging. I, I, and I also see right now that a lot of, you know, families are helping contribute to, to down payments oh, as well. Sure. Right. So that's another yeah. thing that, that is, that is happening often rates are, you know, mortgage rates over the, you know, the past several weeks have actually started to become a lot more favorable um, than they have been in a while, but you can find, you can find some attractive homes in that 300 range, but, a lot of them in, in today's world are, are selling before they even go on the MLS, right? So you have, you, you'll ha- what will happen is you'll have homeowners that don't want to do the work to get their home ready to, to go on the market. And so they reach out to real estate companies, ours being one of them, and, and say, hey, we would sell our house, but we don't want to do all the things that are required to sell it. And I think you're seeing that on the buy side, like I just mentioned a little yeah. while ago, and you're seeing it on the seller side too. People are, really don't want to go through the traditional process and the headaches and the stress that it that buying and selling homes used to be. And so you're seeing that on both sides, which has also not really been, you know, being told as much as it probably should be, is that people don't really want to go through all that process. And then you add on the selling side, if they don't know where they're moving to, because there's less inventory. Sure. Now do you want to go get your house staged and all ready to go and put it on the market when you don't know where you're moving to? Yeah. Right. So it it's creates a, headache, a little right? bit of the, yeah, yeah. It creates a little bit of the, the market gets a little bit frozen, but it's, it's definitely opening up. This is the busiest uh, I've seen it in, in this time of year in mm. a very long time. And I think it has to do with the rates, you know, dropping down over the past several weeks. It's, it's opened up a lot of things because we've been in a, you know, inventory has been sort of, we've had a constraint on inventory for a while, right? There hasn't been an, a, enough housing and it's starting to open up a bit because I think a lot of people were holding on to their houses for longer because they didn't know where they were going to go. And now there's this sort of break in action where I think people feel like we're never going back to those mortgage rates that we historic, the historic lows that we saw before. And I think people know that. And now they're making decisions on their life based on, okay, this kind of feels like it's going to be somewhat in this range. And so we're seeing things definitely change. I'm Brett Boone from the Brett Boone Podcast. Every week we look at the state of Major League Baseball, which teams are exceeding expectations, which ones are struggling to meet them. Follow and listen to the Brett Boone Podcast on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Yeah. Um, I mean, this week we saw, and Chris Lindahl is our guest, Chris Lindahl Real Estate. Um, you know, we the 30-year mortgage rate is down below 7.5, which is the lowest it's been uh, since early August. But we are up close to 8.5 at one point, weren't we? We, yeah, we were over eight. And now, I mean, in a lot of cases that, you know, the, the, the numbers that, you know, you sort of are posted online that you see, I mean, the reality is, is if you were working with a, a mortgage company, you could get a mortgage rate in the sixes now. Okay. Right. And in, in, in most cases. And that feels um, like, that feels sort of like reasonable, right? <laughs> yeah, histor- yeah. If you look at, you know, throughout history, I mean, yeah. you know, the early eighties being at almost 20% and, and, you know, then the nineties and, and what happened there, but we became, everyone became so accustomed to 2% mortgages, 3% mortgages, 4% mortgages that there was a huge shock when we shot up to, you know, seven and eight percent so fast. But now we're starting to, you know, we're starting to come down a bit and level out a bit. And, and I think more homeowners uh, that that really were sitting on the sidelines now are, are, are coming on the market. And so you're going to see more you're going to see more inventory coming as well. And, and I think we're this is kind of what the market's going to be for quite some time. I think anyone that thinks there's a major crash coming, it's it's super unlikely because there's not enough supply. Chris Lindahl, before you go, if you were, you know, looking at kind of our our second ring type metro cities, your Lakevilles, your Fridleys, uh, there there was a time that when a developer would come before those city councils with a, a proposal for a bunch of townhomes, the the city, you know, the residents would go nuts and say, like, we don't want that. We want single family homes. Has that vibe, do you expect that to change as we just try to figure out ways to get more sort of entry-level housing on, uh, available for people? Yeah, it is changing, right? It's density, right? Yeah. And when you look at so much of the land that has already been developed in some of the areas that you had mentioned, and there's not as much you know, right. available right. To, to develop on, to get more housing there, you need, you know, you need townhomes to, to, to be able to do that in single family you just can't get the density that you need to, to bring enough housing into those areas. And so I've definitely seen in, in plenty of the cities now, I would say, where I've noticed more townhome developments getting approved uh, than, I, than I have in the past. Very, very interesting. Uh, glad to hear that things are starting to shake a little bit. It's been, it's been slow. I know I'm part of the problem. You've told me. <laughs> well, I mean, I think, I, I mean, based on your Twitter and everything else, are you always part of some problem? That's well, <laughs> it's accurate. It's accurate. I, you know, I mean, it's good to be like a minor part of people's problems. You just don't want to be a major source of their problem. You can relate to this. <laughs> of course. Yeah. Yeah. It is definitely, it is definitely getting uh, a bit better. And then what we, I mean, this year, I would say earlier this year and, and sort of the middle, I mean, it was pretty flat and it was, yeah. you know, it was pretty quiet and, and it's really opened up significantly. I think anyone that, that's listening and that has had a conversation with anyone that's either looking for a house or thinking about selling a house, I mean, we're still seeing some multiple offers. I mean, there's a lot of activity going on right now for what is, you know, this time of year, it's yeah. not slowing down. I think it's partly because I think a lot of the buyers that needed and wanted to purchase were on the sidelines because of the higher rates. They simply couldn't afford the payment for the, the house that they wanted to buy. And now that that's lowering, they're, they're looking, you know, they're trying to capitalize on the moment. And now you're, it's just a momentum thing. So that then creates homeowners that were thinking about selling their house maybe next spring are now seeing that activity is a little bit higher now and might want to take advantage when the rates did drop down because there's more buying activity. And, you know, anytime that stuff, those macro conditions change, 
it brings more buyers to the market and it brings more sellers to the market. Cool. Chris Lindahl, good stuff. Appreciate it. Nice to talk to you. Thanks, Chris. Yeah, you too. Thank you so much. Yep. Bye-bye. 350 back in just a minute here on Drive Time with Russia. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod. There is another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.